Hey, girlfriend, are you tired of your home feeling like a mess all of the time? Do you feel like your car is a mess? Are you tired of your body feeling like a hot mess? Like you are struggling to lose a couple of pounds. You're struggling to eat right. Maybe you're struggling with your home finances. You've created a budget, but you can't seem to be consistent with it. And you end up overspending every single month. I totally understand. I have been there myself and I even find myself there again. And what helps me is my habits. Looking at my habits, taking a healthy perspective of my habits and seeing where I've gotten off track. And sometimes I might need to create new habits to get me to where I want to be, to help change my life and to create the lifestyle that I want. On today's show, I am talking with my friend Whitney all about using habits to change your life. She actually does a 100-day habit challenge. And every 100 days, she creates a new set of habits that she wants to create in her life to make her life better. So we're going to dive into that today. And speaking of habits, I have a daily habit that I do that I think will help you as well. It's my daily reset. I reset my home every single day before I go to bed at night so that I can wake up to a better tomorrow. And let me just tell you, after almost a year of doing it, my life is so much better. So go to habitsandhome.com and download my free checklist. All right, let's dive into today's conversation. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hi, Whitney, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm so glad that you are here today. And I, I we actually just met last week when we were mm-hmm. on a trip together over in Washington, actually Spokane, Washington, on a Young Living Retreat. And we were sitting at breakfast having casual conversation and something you said triggered me to pay more attention and it was habits. And you are doing something that I really, really align with. And it's something I teach on the podcast. But before we dive into that, I just want to say welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about yourself, about your family and some hobbies and interests that you have. Yeah. Um, So as she said, my name is Whitney Krieger, and we met in Washington at breakfast, but um, I have three daughters. They're six, four, and 20 months, and then my husband farms. We're actually just getting ready to start our fall harvest, which is the busiest time of year, so I basically am solo parenting for the time being, which is why habits are so important, Um, and we're also expecting our fourth and final child in February. Um, I live in my hometown, always said I would never marry a farmer or move home and jokes on me. I did both. Um, but my hometown was actually wiped out by a tornado in 2007. So it's kind of like a different place. 
than what I grew up with. But um, yeah, it's been a great experience. And I, I truly believe life is what you make it. So it doesn't matter if you live where you did live before things change and you can make it be whatever you want it to be. So um, as far as hobbies, I love reading. I love learning. I joke with my husband all the time that I'm like a professional student. I'm constantly taking courses and learning. I mean, I have my master's, but I'm always figuring out the next thing I want to learn and grow. I always have five or six books I'm reading at the same time on different topics that I love. Um, we're busy on the go all the time. I think that's everything. I love Jesus. He's number one in my life. And that's incredibly important to me. That dictates a lot of what I do. So I want to dive into what you're telling me about at breakfast that mm -hmm. morning, and it's your hundred day challenge. Uh -huh. Can you tell us what that is and how you are using it in your life? Yeah. So really it was sparked from Lindsay Teague Moreno. You can follow her on Instagram. Um, she is an author. She's built many multi-million dollar businesses. She's just very business savvy, but it came to the detriment of her health. And so she's very open about how her mom died at age 56. And all of a sudden she was kind of confronted with her future and what she actually says in her book, because she wrote a book called Wake Up. And that kind of was sparked because of this thing she did during COVID, actually. Um, she was faced with her own mortality and she couldn't see her life past age 56. And she thought that's not okay. She's got three young kids. She has so much she wants to do. And she knew like she sacrificed herself for her business and her family and realized that it, like she didn't really enjoy working out, like she didn't take care of her body. And she thought, well, if I want to do what I want to do, I need my life to be here, which means I have to take care of it. So it just started with doing yoga every day. Like she just bought a yoga mat, uh, did Peloton. I think she ended up doing like 400 Peloton workouts in a year. And her, like she did, you know, reels and time lapses and stuff showing, just showing up. And she was like, okay, today I did this, but her, her whole physique changed, but internally she changed dramatically. And so her thing was just pick one thing that, you know, you need to focus on and just do it every day, five minutes, 10 minutes. You don't have to do something elaborate. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to run a marathon. It can literally be like, I'm going to show up and turn on a video for yoga. And so I am an Enneagram three. I'm very driven. So I was like, why not pick three? And so I texted one of my best friends and I was like, okay, you've got to watch this video from Lizzie Jane Moreno. I think we should do this. And one of the areas that I was struggling with for my whole life was my kitchen. And it sounds silly, but I've always hated cleaning my kitchen and I've never been able to keep it clean. And it's like the bane of my existence. Well, now it's not, but I thought, okay, I'm going to keep my kitchen clean for a hundred days. And I'm very much like, if I have to say, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And if I'm telling somebody else I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And so it just started as that, but I would say probably less than 30 days in, I could tell that's just how life is going to be now. Like it just, it, it, I just have a clean kitchen. I not always, like it took me gosh, five hours this morning just to wash my pots and pans with a sad baby. But, um, it just, made me realize that a lot of what life is, is not anything incredible or complicated. It's just habits. <laughs> it's just the little things that showing up day in and day out um, makes me think of John Maxwell. He spoke at convention one year and he said he does, I think like five things every day. Mm -hmm. He writes, he reads, he like, he has certain things and he's like, doesn't matter if I'm sick. 
I write, I read, I, you know, and you just said at the end of the year, you end up so much further along than if you hadn't started. So that's where it all came about. We're on our fourth round now and we've changed which habits we want to create every time. So I think we started with three and now I have six that I'm doing. And some of them we repeated, like moving your body, working out, um, devotions have been part of mine. Finances, there's been an element of finances because I've never done well to really know my finances and learn and invest in everything. Um, so that was another area. So basically how we do it is we ask, what's an area that's bothering me? That's taking too much mental energy that I want to change, that I want to grow in. And what can I do to create a habit in that? Awesome. Awesome. I relate so much with this, um, because my kitchen, let's just go back to the beginning of what you said, my kitchen, I feel like I've never, I never kept it clean enough for me, like to my standard, I always just felt, felt frustrated with it. And I would, I would go to bed with dishes in the sink, wake, wake up the next morning with leftovers from the day before. And I don't know, probably like a year or two years ago, it made a a switch in my brain and I completely cleared off my counters. And I was like, I have to start from scratch. I need to take it all away, not allow myself to have anything on the counter because I need to reprogram me and I need to develop this habit of resetting. And that's what I do every day. At the end of the day is I reset my kitchen every single night. Actually, I have five resets that I do in my house, but it all started with my kitchen. And for a lot of people that follow me on social media, that is what I show often is my kitchen reset, because that's usually Mm -hmm. the place that moms, they cook and they're, they're working in the kitchen. That's what, that's where I spend probably like 50 to 70% of my time every day is in the kitchen. And so a lot of moms related with me that they were leaving stuff behind and leaving stuff until the next day. And they too were experiencing those yesterday leftovers. And so I feel like it's switched in my mind where I started identifying and I teach this on the podcast is um, how to really solidify your habits and for them to be a part of who you are is your identity change. Mm -hmm. I no longer identify as that messy person or that person that leaves dishes in the sink at night. Like I will lay down at night and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave it for the day. I'm going to be a rebel to my habits. (laughs) And I I will lay down at night and it will haunt me. It will Mm -hmm. like, like, Oh, you better, you better get up. You know, you're going to have a bad day tomorrow. If you don't get up and go do it. And I will get up. And what, what feels like in the beginning is going to take me like an hour to complete ends up taking me like 10 to 12 minutes. You end up spending more time thinking about what you should be doing than it takes to actually do it. Absolutely. It's interesting that you talk about um, the nighttime thing, because for me, I'm my best in the morning Me too. and I, I just, but the, the funny thing is I'm the opposite. So I don't have a clean kitchen at night. Mm-hmm. I like to clean my kitchen right after breakfast in the morning. Wow. And so, and then it stays clean all day until I make dinner. And then usually because see my husband doesn't get home until typically nine or 10 o'clock at night. 
and my nursery is right off the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So very rarely do I have time and help to get everything clean before bedtime and, you know, without waking somebody up. So rather than making myself do something at like my lowest time of day, I'm on the opposite where sometimes I do like winter time when my husband gets home, he plays with the kids right after we get done eating and I clean the kitchen and it's great. This I'm in survival mode right now. <laughs> like you, last you night I was on a zoom call giving baths after we'd eaten and like, but I'm, I, I still like having a reset. You mentioned the reset and I finally got everybody in bed last night and I looked around and my house looked like a bomb went off and I just wanted to go outside and ignore it. And then I asked myself, what will make me feel joy? Like what will actually bring me peace? Not sitting on my couch scrolling. Mm -hmm. It will bring me peace to take. And I, I literally counted backwards from 60. Cause I was like, can I not clean my living room for 60 seconds? Mm -hmm. And but before I got to zero, I was done. Yeah. I was like, okay, now I can do the same in, you know, picking up the table. And like you said, it becomes who you are. And that was one huge discovery I had was it wasn't cleaning my kitchen that I hated. It was having a dirty kitchen, mm -hmm. which was so interesting because then I thought, oh, I hate cleaning my kitchen. And it was, I hate the feeling that it gives me that makes me clean my kitchen because it's in such a bad state. Oh, so my now God. my emotion is gone and I don't hate it because I know the outcome is what I want. That is awesome. So my friends that are listening, you are seeing an example of what works for someone and something that works for somebody else. So, um, because I, I feel like I need to reset at night. Yes. I'm tired. Yes. I just want to go to bed. Yes. I just want to like chill out. But for me, I know based on my experience that things have to be reset in the morning time. I am ready to go. I don't want anything left over from the day before, but for Whitney here, she knows that she is not going to be able to get everything done at night. And her main energy is in the morning. And that's when she feels like she needs to do her reset. So make it work for you. Take some, do some research in your emotions and how you're feeling. And of course, this is going to vary through the month as well, as we go through our cycle as well. Um, so just take a healthy evaluation of what suits you best. Are you a morning cleanup person or are you a evening cleanup person? Or are you a reset as you go person? Because yeah. that's how- That's how my best friend is. Yeah. She, she does her dishes multiple times a day. Every time they're done playing with something, they pick it up. Like they're very much a- yeah. And now we're moving to this. So we're done with this. Let's fix that. And then, yeah. yeah. So that I do that as well in our home. So we have adopted the habit of washing dishes as we use them, because I have said to them, if everybody does a little, no one person is left doing a lot. So yeah. we have developed this um, little saying that I say, um, wash, dry, put away, wash, dry, put away. And we don't even use our dishwasher because the kids have ingrained in them. If they use a dish, they use a spoon, they use whatever, wash, dry, put it away. Because then it's already reset. Like we reset right then and it's ready to go. Now that's not for everybody that that is what brings me personally brings me joy and what helps me. So, um, so you do, so you said in the beginning that you were kind of like eager beaver, kind of gung ho, and you picked three habits in the beginning. Are you still doing three habits every hundred days or how are you? No. Doing so I actually have six now. 
I did three the first time and I think I, I actually think I've added one each time. So I did three and then I can't remember if I did four or five the next time and then five and then I jumped up to six this time. So and six, so I actually, um, let me see. So is that six new ones every hundred yeah, days? It's six different, completely wow. different. Um, I'll show you. I was just writing at the at the top. So I have like my calendar that has the month, but then every week I jot down the six things. So I'll just show you an example. So I have my six here. And then when I get my week started, I just write one through six on every day. And then as the day goes, I can cross them off and make sure. Like last night I got to the end of the day and it was a crazy day. And I was like, I don't even we had dentist appointment, all this. I'm like, what have I done today? So it just helped me take stock. And, you know, last night I was like, okay, all I have left to do is send my email and do my pelvic floor therapy. So right now my six is pelvic floor therapy because I'm pregnant and I have prolapse previously. And so I want to get ahead of that. But without consistency, I think I did four of the 12 weeks, even though I paid for it. <laughs> like, right. I, so now I know I'm going to finish the eight week or the 12 weeks because I've put it on here. Um, following a budget. So for my finances, I just, you know, track it or make sure I'm staying within the budget. I'm working on strengthening my marriage. So I try to do something intentionally to either connect with my husband or like yesterday I got him healthy snacks for the combine. That seems kind of silly, but it, oh. I'm consciously thinking of him yeah. and taking intentional time to make his life better. Um, keeping my car clean. Ironically, my car died Monday we bought a new car. So it almost felt like it, this, I don't believe that this always works this way, but it's kind of like I finally stewarded my car well, and then it died, <laughs> which I was like, this is how you treat me. Like I finally cleaned you and then you died. But now I have a brand new car. <laughs> like It's like I got an upgrade because I finally stewarded well what we were given. So I'm like getting floor mats ordered. That's one way I'm going to keep it clean as I discovered there's these like washable floor mats, whatever. So that's another is keeping my car clean. And another thing I didn't realize I wouldn't mind keeping my car clean. Like it just happened where it was like a disaster. My family jokes. My sister was like, are you going to make sure whoever buys your car is updated on their tetanus shot? I'm like, shut up. Um, I'm known. I'm known for a dirty car. And so now it's just what we do. And I, sometimes it's after my kids go to bed and I'm like, oh, I didn't do anything for my car. I'll go vacuum it. I'll go pick up the stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. My next is connecting with a hundred new people or a hundred customers. And that can literally be, I follow somebody new on Instagram and send them a message. It can be, I just joined a workout group and there's 10 women in there. So I'm trying to connect with each one of them. Um, now, and then my last one. Now, okay. is that one new customer a day or is that a hundred a day? No, one new. Okay. So it's a hundred day challenge. So okay. my goal is a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's good. So in, and so obviously sometimes like I send an email every day to a group of my customers. So I communicate with more than one, but that's like, like what today I have a Zydo scan with um, the mom of one of my customers who's also yeah. in my team. Yeah. So I knew, I already knew today I'm going to be connecting with her. Yeah. Get across so, it off. So let's go back to your um the things, some of the things that you listed. Um uh -huh. for your finances. You said that you're yep. tra tracking your finances yeah. and Let budgeting. Show you what I do Can with you that. give us some ideas of how you're doing that? Yes. So I love the budget mom on Instagram, and she has these little budget books. I think she's actually not doing any printing for the rest of the year. 
Um, but she does, it's called the budget by paycheck method. And she was a newly single mom with debt up to her eyeballs and big dreams and said, enough's enough. I need to figure something out that works for me. So she pulled in all of the different financial ideas that were out there and created her own. So I like that they're pretty, <laughs> but it's just a, a book that helps you keep track of your finances and you're, you're supposed to budget every paycheck. So there's actually like four to five budgets a month, depending on how many times you get paid. And it's a zero balance budget. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't follow it exactly. Ours is a little complicated with farm income. Mm -hmm. um, just because you, you don't like, we don't get paid till after harvest sometimes. And mm -hmm. there's big bills. So I pretend like the farm doesn't exist a lot of times because my husband manages that. Um, but I, now I used to not know until like my credit card bill, what all I spent. And I'd be like, <laughs> like yeah. and so now I don't have the emotional weight of, Oh, what's the credit card bill going to say? I already know what's on it. Cause I check it every day. Yeah. And I like, it gives me like a thermometer of, okay, where's my money going? What's it doing? Where do I want it to go? And it's very freeing, kind of like budgeting your time or creating habits is it's not meant to like harness your freedom. It's meant to set you free because yeah. you actually know what's happening. Yeah. Well, it, you know what? It makes me think back to like right around when I was a kid and before we became adults, you know, my generation and your generation, people used to keep a check registry and they would actually write down what yep. their, their spending was. And they knew what was the balance was in their account. But now that we have debit cards, the, the, the error, the error, error, and then also the error of this credit card, debit card, um, you know, culture. Now we just swipe, swipe, swipe. And a lot mm -hmm. of people that didn't grow up with the habit of keeping a check registry, we don't always know yep. what's in our account. Yep. Well, and that's how you overdraw. So I really like how, um, there's actual registers. So like I write down every single charge, every single expense and keep the balance because if a check hasn't cleared and you're just going based on your balance, like, yeah. You might run out of money yeah. and not know, or, you know, might hit your max in your credit card and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and so it's made me more cognizant of what's happening and how. Absolutely. Trust me. I have had, um, overdraft fees. Well, it's actually transfer mm -hmm. fees because it transfers mm -hmm. from my savings yeah. account, but I hate that $15 every time that that happens. Yeah. And it's because we have written a check and somebody didn't keep up with it. And it comes mm -hmm. eventually comes through because somebody has kept it in their pocket for, you know, however long, and they finally cash it. And we're like, Oh my goodness, we didn't write that down because we don't keep a check registry anymore. So yeah. That is something I'm going to write down that I really need to build that habit. So you have definitely yeah. influenced me. <laughs> Good, I'm glad the budget we, mom's amazing. She's got a newsletter. She has fantastic reels and videos on Instagram and makes it very palatable and not like I'm an expert learn from me. It's very much like we're just humans trying to figure out life. And she does a lot on savings and, um, what's her other thing? Um, sink funds. So like, for instance, they just went to Disney and it was like a $6,000 trip, but she planned for it for 18 months. So it was just a little bit every month. And she has cute little charts. I don't have them with me, but like you can print out like pictures that say, Hey, this is my, this fun. And you color in every time you save that amount. I love so, that. Yeah. And it like, it's, 
what's hard for me is it feels so far away. Like mm-hmm. we want to build a house in six years. That feels like what is today going to do? Yeah. But then if you think about it, like I automatically have so much money put in savings for my check every month without me even realizing it. And that's so helpful because then like, I'm not even thinking about it. Yeah. I, it's just, it's gone. And then I can't see my savings account. They send me updates and I'm like, oh, wow, look at that. Like, it's like a little surprise that I've been so responsible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, um, our bank has a Christmas fund, a Christmas club account and a vacation club account. And that's oh, nice. what they're supposed to be used for is, yep. and you, you actually have to get money out of them before the date that they cash out, you have to go to the bank and say, I want the money out of this account and they have to approve it. So there's like wow. ex- extra work that you have to go That's through. Brilliant. To that. yep. So if, y'all check on your bank accounts, um, anybody who's listening and see your bank and see if they have like Christmas club or vacation club. So the other thing that I was going to say is keeping a clean car totally relate to that. And that is something, a habit that I worked on a couple of months ago. Um, but one thing that I have started doing with the kids, because I don't, I don't want all of the cleaning and all the tidiness and all the habits to be just on me. Yeah. Yeah. When, when we get home, I turn around to the kids and I say to them, okay, everybody grab two handfuls of stuff that does not belong in the car. Grab anything that you see that does not belong in the car. And, you know, sometimes they will overlook things or they'll just pretend like they don't see it. But I have realized or have learned that that works for my kids, that they're not going into the house empty handed and just kind Mm -hmm. of like, letting mom take care of everything. So that is something that has helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So what, what day are you on, on this, this new round of habits? Um, I think today's day 25. So we're just a fourth of the way done, which is crazy because it goes so fast. Yeah. So part of me is like, Oh, we just started. But then I'm like, never mind. We already are 25 days in. And and you said this is your third or your fourth hundred day round. Fourth. So you, Uh you are 325 days in no because um oh yeah yeah yeah. you're right we're over a year so maybe this is our fifth I don't know we hit our year anniversary in July so and I think we took like a couple days so yeah something like that yeah awesome okay and what would you say is the most helpful thing or you know something that you've put in place or what has been the most helpful thing for you to be consistent with this other than just your drive? Is there any practical things you've done or set in place that have helped you with this? Two things that they go hand in hand. One is having accountability. So my friend Bethany and I do it together and we set, um, we have a chart. So every time we create a chart that has a hundred days on it and we cross them off and send it to each other every day. So when you get done, you like, I have it saved in my favorites. I go in and I edit it. I cross it off. I send it to her as soon as I'm done. And so like, you know, we kind of joke that we try to see who can get it done fastest, but I know in, in some days, like yesterday or two days ago, I didn't finish one thing. So yesterday I finished it and then I crossed it out. So we have grace too, or if you don't get something done, you can make it up. Okay. So like you can spend, I, I estimate that a lot of these things take about 15 minutes. So if I miss a day, then I just spend another 15 minutes doing it the next day. Awesome. So, 
so twofold, you said the account, having the accountability mm -hmm. partner. So somebody that is also doing it with you, do you feel like, do you feel like her doing it with you helps more than if it was just somebody who wasn't doing it? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because then I know she's also like, we're holding each other accountable Yeah, and it's not just me telling, cause that person's not as excited yeah. if you're just reporting to them. Yeah. What would you say, like, because I have experienced having accountability partners in the past and usually one person loses interest uh -huh. and clearly you have found somebody who shares mm -hmm. the same interest, has the same drive. What do you feel like needs to happen to find that right person? That's a good question. I mean, we've been cultivating a friendship and a work partnership for a few years now. And, um, I think we just had enough in common. We've got a lot of kids. Um, she's got four kids. We both love Jesus. We both love improving ourselves. We're not content with, you know, we're, we're at peace with our lives, but not content with what we've accomplished. And right. so just knowing that we're both driving and wanting to do better and, um, yeah, I don't actually, uh, my other best friend, she just started her own hundred day challenge of cleaning something every day. Okay. And so she lets me know, like we give each other updates of life in general, but she'll be like, okay, like today I know, um, cleaning her kitchen is like deeper cleaning than normal is on her daily list. And she just said, okay, I'm going to let the kids watch show. I'm going to get my cleaning done. So then during nap time, I can just relax. So I know kind of as her accountability partner, that's what she's doing. Awesome. Okay. So, so I don't, I guess I don't have a good answer yeah. to that other than like, just think of somebody who's like you, who is similar in a lot of the same ways, be it an acquaintance or a good friend. And do you have an option to opt out? I mean, if the person comes to you and says, Hey, I need to opt out of it. Are you like, no, you're committed. Or are you like, okay, fine. You know, like, is there an opt out option or have you both basically said you can't quit? <laughs> Um, I don't know that we've ever had that conversation just because it's been so impactful for both of us yeah. that, you know, well, I mean, we'll give each other grace. And like, there was one time, I think it was when we went to convention and got back, we both went together and we were like, all right, we're scrapping the last five days and just, you know, tomorrow is day, whatever. Okay. And then we just kept going. So just having the, like, it actually makes me think of another one you can look up is, um, her name's Emily Rushel. I can't tell you how to spell her last name, but she does what's called you do you 82. Okay. And she has, you pick six things and has a really cool chart for 82 days, but you don't, you like, you keep track no matter if you do it or not. And then you can literally see every single square and how consistent you were. But the goal is not to fill out every single square. It's just to show up for yourself. Right. So that's what made me think of is like, you commit, I'm going to spend 82 days. It doesn't matter how many days I get done. Right. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm sensing is it's not, yes, you have that extra ex external accountability, but really it's that internal motivation yeah. of this desire to change your mm -hmm. life. You yeah. can't where my husband is right now. He has of course put on some pounds and he has finally got to the point. He told me the other day, he's like, I'm to the point where I have gotten sick of it. And I'm mm. so sick of it that I'm so motivated to do something about it. Yeah. And I feel like that's where everybody has to get yeah. to where they're so sick of the state that they're in that 
whether their accountability partner does it or not, they're showing up for themselves because it's more than just pleasing somebody else. It's pleasing you, you as your own best friend. That's, it makes me think of Brandon Barber. I'm doing his coaching right now. And he says, you get to a point where it's either you're satiated where it's like, I'm not super happy with that. Or it's a a point of um, dissatisfaction where you're like, no, something has to change. Or you reach a threshold where it's like, I have to change or something's not going to go well. And it could be desperation or it could literally just be like, I'm not thinking about the person I could be or the person I am by not doing that. And we actually did a, a practice last night, which was really powerful, where you like almost convince yourself that you're at a threshold and he had us pair off and we had to like talk about why it was so meaningful. Like, I have to do this thing because this, this is my pain. This is what I'm not experiencing. This is what I could experience. This is who could be impacted. And by the end, you were like, he was like, I want you to be almost throwing up by the end because you're like, I've got to do this. Like, it's like you almost psych yourself yeah. up for it. And I didn't even realize that I needed to be psyched up for, you know, it was business related, yeah. but it's powerful it to is. realize like, it doesn't have to be life and death. Like mm-hmm. you can literally say, I'm not okay living this way anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's wasting my time to not live in a better way. Yeah. And it, and it really goes back to your identity, how you're identifying yes. the story that you're telling yourself, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like saying, I can't remember anybody's name. Well, that's the story you keep telling yourself. And yeah. so your habits will reflect your identity and your thoughts and what you think about yourself. If you start saying, I can remember anybody's name. Well, then you're, and a lot of people will say, well, you know, that's just like kind of tricking yourself. Well, who cares if it works? Yeah. Well, there's power of life and death in the tongue. I mean, that's scripture that you have the power to speak life. And if you're constantly speaking death over yourself, then I think we have almost a lazy mentality in our society because we've convinced ourselves that we deserve things. Like, oh, I deserve just to sit down. I deserve, yeah, there's great times for rest, but you also deserve to be a better person and to enjoy every element of your life. Absolutely. (laughs) Not just the chocolate on your couch at the end of the day. Like, (laughs) yeah, we almost, we almost give ourselves those negative gifts and we say, I deserve this negative gift. And I'm like, what? Like, I love how you brought that out. Like we need to like start seeing the cleanup and the reset and the like, get up and go exercise when Mm -hmm. you feel like it's work. It's a reward. It's like, you are rewarding your body with this work because you're going to feel so much better afterwards. Yes. Like I deserve to have mental clarity because I fueled my body all day long. Why isn't that, you know, I love that. It's a little harder, but I don't know. But feeling good is worth feeling good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So when you were saying printing out a chart, printing out the boxes and Mm -hmm. and crossing them off, it's, um, I have heard this recently when I was listening to another podcast of the theory of don't break the chain. So Mm -hmm. you're basically, when you make the X, you're making a chain and don't, don't break the chain. So in your mind, like set up your mind. Okay. I can't break the chain. I can't break the chain. Um, Not necessarily a a, a, a feeling of fear, but mm-hmm. of like desire. Like I want to yeah. complete that chain. I want to keep that chain going. So yep. um, that is awesome. Okay. Well, Whitney, I, I, this has been just like an awesome conversation. <laughs> I could just talk with you all day long, but 
we're going to, we're going to sign off here, but um, before we go, can you, do you have any final thoughts about, you know, doing a hundred day challenge, anything that you want to say to anybody listening about what you're doing and encouraging them to try it? Yeah, I think, um, I think some people discredit themselves because they're a certain age or that's how I've always been, or that's how my family's always been. Or you just, you take, like you said, the identity, like that's just who you are. You're the irresponsible one. You're the messy one. You're the whatever. And I think, I mean, at the core of our being, I don't know that we change, you know, like I don't want my, the core to change, but I can change anything that is not serving me. And I think we assume it's going to take a lot longer than it actually takes and that it's not going to be as impactful as it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we have to, we feel like we have to make this grand gesture and do all these things. And it's literally the, like the atomic habit of, Mm -hmm. uh, which I love that book, but it's the incremental things. Mm -hmm. It's like you, you eventually, I was um, a student pilot and it's the trajectory where if you start out in one space, if you're not going very far, you can get close and you're fine. But if you're going across the world, one degree of change will literally get you thousands of miles apart. And it's that thought process of like one degree of change is huge mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it creates a spark and it creates a ripple that will end up not just impacting you, but other people around you. Like I had no idea, you know, our, our mutual friend, Allison, I had no idea that what I was doing was impacting her. I was just sharing it. Mm-hmm. I did, you know, I'm not doing this like, Hey, everybody join me. It's like, I'm just doing this. And you never know whose life will change because you're changing your own life for you, your kids, your community, somebody else who will have a tremendous impact down the road. That's awesome. Just one degree of change is all it takes to change your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where can people um, connect with you if they would like to, um, see what you're sharing on social media. Yeah. So I primarily share a lot of the details and stories. So you can follow on either Facebook or Instagram. My Instagram handle is just at Whitney Krieger and my last name, it's spelled different than some Krieger. So it's K-R-E-G-A-R. Um, but yeah, I share lots of ridiculous antics from having many small children. And <laughs> we talked earlier about life being real. Like I'm only real. Like <laughs> there's not a whole lot of you know, whatever, trying to be somebody yeah. I'm not, or it's, yeah. it's, you, it is what you get. Exactly. So, but that's where you can follow me at. Exactly. And I'm all about being real as well. Well, thank you so much for sharing your, uh, your journey with us. I appreciate you being so um, open and um, being encouraging to everyone who's listening. I know it's going to touch a lot of people's lives, not just today as they're listening, but into the future when they're thinking that they want to start making changes. So thank you so much. Well, thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. All right, friends, let's do this 100 day challenge. Decide on a habit that you think will change your life. You can even start with my daily reset challenge. I think it's going to take less than 100 days for you to dramatically improve your life. So start with my checklist. Go to habitsandhome.com, download the checklist and commit to doing this reset every day for the next 30 days. I know it will help you. Now, if you do it for 30 days, take it a little bit further and do it for a one for 100 days. And then after that, think about the next habit that you need to work on to change your life. Now, before we go, I want to remind you that we have a new YouTube channel. And today, actually yesterday, I posted a video of 
decluttering for one of my clients. If you want some motivation and inspiration, inspiration to declutter your pantry, your laundry room, your closets, this video is for you. So go to YouTube and look for Habits and Home and make sure you subscribe. All right, I'll see you right here next time at Habits and Home.